what it do, Fly Crew? You should already know who it is. It's the motherfucking thickest, bad bitches, motherfucking slickest, thickest, ickest, badickest, um, whatever, girl. I'm motherfucking Dr. Seuss, bitch. It's motherfucking bad bitch, Tony. And welcome back to another motherfucking episode of Tea Time with Tony, the podcast where I talk about sex, drugs, relationships, celebrity gossip, his gossip, her gossip, they gossip, because we are inclusive, and anything else I want to talk about, girl, because this is my show. I pay the bills to be the boss around here. Well, you know, I don't, you know, I do pay some bills, but you know what? I don't pay the bills to be the boss around here, but you know what? I bought all this equipment. I set all this shit up, so you know what? I'm going to talk about what the fuck I want to talk about on this motherfucking show, because it's mine, Okay. Today, I'm joined in the studio by my best friend. She a real bad bitch, got her own money. She don't need no dick, because she a lesbian. And she got a girlfriend, and she don't like the penis. Give it up for Diamond, y'all. That was cute, girl. They need to motherfucking give me a record deal. <laughs> they sure do. I love that Per, welcome to the motherfucking studio. Y'all, I just realized when before we started recording, this is Diamond's first time in the new studio. What what do you think, girl? She got an upgrade from the motherfucking closet, girl. First of all, this studio is such an upgrade because you know I've been there since day one of this damn podcast. Day so. one, girl, where the laptop and the mic was Ooh. on the floor, girl. We didn't have no desks or nothing. Right. It was real ghetto. But you know what? It got the job. Not done. ghetto. It was. Okay, girl. Girl, what it wasn't ghetto girls innovative girl. <laughs> That's the nice word for ghetto. But um You know what? You right, you right, you right. Yeah. But you know what? Like, I'm so proud of you. This is so professional, so nice. Yes. Let me upgrade you. you sure okay. Did. Today we are sipping on some Trader Joe's wine per usual, girl, because it's good, it's cheap, girl, and Trader Joe's need to sponsor me, girl, because I stay up in there at least, like, every week, girl. At this point, they should know me by name. Um, what is this? A Pinot Grigio? Yeah, yeah, Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio della Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Rosé. Rosé, girl. It looked like it's, it looked like it's from France, don't it? Mm-hmm. It's a cute little bottle, girl. It reminds me of, like... Like one of those like sparkling water bottles. Like it's a very yes. skinny like bottle. It's really cute. It's not one of those like big bulky wine bottles. It's very cute, petite. Yeah, it like does. you can slide it up in your telfie and take it motherfucking on the train, take it into the motherfucking Hollywood bow or something, you know, girl. Baby, you stay trying to smuggle. <laughs> girl. Oh girl. I ain't finna pay motherfucking 17 girl, not even $17, girl, because I was at the tour, girl. Why at the motherfucking baseball stadium? Girl, they motherfucking drinks. Girl, that's a small, and I'm like, girl, what? I wonder what a small is at a stadium, but a small was $15, girl, and a large is motherfucking 22 oh, I said, no. girl, oh, hell no, girl. I'm motherf- I did see on TikTok, girl, somebody got a bra, and it was like, you, you put liquor in it. Like, the, we put a little pack in there, and it got a straw, girl. I'm like, girl, I'll get some titties to smuggle some liquid. You know what? You ain't gonna tell me I ain't no girl, girl, when I throw in that motherfucking dress so I can put that bra on so I can motherfucking sneak my liquor into the concert, okay? Period. Per. Today, on this episode, we're gonna be talking about our college experience because let me tell y'all something. Mm-hmm. The two people y'all listening to right now are college educated. They got degrees. <laughs> And that's just that on that. That's that yeah. on that, girl. That's on period, girl. College educated, degreed up, girl. The prices went up, girl. Mm-hmm. But now that we no longer work there or attend there, girl, we finna spill the tea, girl. Yes. Spill the tea, girl. Let's just start off with college is a scam. Very much a scam. Uh, 
Uh, but you know what? You did yeah. forget to leave out the fact that we're also first generation. Oh, 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 oh. First generation. Yeah. Hold up. You know what? Since we're going to add all the little motherfucking names, we are <clears throat> African American, mm-hmm. homosexual, mm-hmm. first generation, mm-hmm. college degree from a four year institution, degree holding bitches who are motherfucking thick. They motherfucking look good, they feel good, and they got a good head on their motherfucking shoulders, boo. And that's all motherfucking period. Period. Per. Yeah, that was good. I like that, girl. Mm-hmm. We need to run that one back. Yes. But we're finna tell y'all all about our college experience. We went through every single moment of it together, starting from literally day one literally well you know what it was day three yeah it was day three. it was day three but you know what it was like day one because that's where the shit really started to go yeah but me and diamond did this program over the summer before um what well, before our freshman year right mm-hmm. y'all know i spoke before this um so you know she gonna get a little ditzy girl she gonna start saying um and snapping and shit because she forgetting what she talking about and she gonna get off topic but that's okay Ah, uh, shit, and I already done forgot because I was talking about how I'm going to get off topic. Back on topic, we did a program because we were smartical bitches, girl. We over there try, trying to get up in there and trying to get our education, girl, before all the other bitches came. Mm-hmm. So we was doing this little summer program. It was like the little orientation. And it was the last day before we were supposed to move in into the dorms and live there for the summer. So we sitting up in this little auditorium. Everybody's like asking their last little questions before we're supposed to move in or whatever. And we waiting on some little paper, like our official acceptance letter or whatever. They were so extra. Very much. Very extra. Everything was such a motherfucking occasion and a spectacle. Like, girl, let me go home so I can motherfucking pack for this dumb shit. Um, damn. <laughs> Just My like bad. that, girl. My bad. My bad, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, bad. you know. But my bad, y'all. Peace and blessings. <laughs> to you. But they, we sitting up there waiting for this paper. People asking their questions. And it's just like, they asking dumb nigga questions. So. Are we going to have Wi-Fi? Can we ride our skateboard? Just stupid questions like, come on now. It's common sense. You see the bicycle uh, man on the floor. Mm-hmm. Duh, you can ride your skateboard. You think this motherfucking expensive-ass institution ain't going to have Wi-Fi? Right. I feel like the dumbest question I heard was, and you know what, I love him with all my heart, but he just asked such a dumb question that day. He is going to ask, do you need parking passes to park in the parking lot? Somebody then gave him money to go buy a parking pass because he could I know, know exactly who you're talking about. You and know. you know what? I feel like he had to go back twice. Yes! To go fucking... Put his money in the meter or whatever, girl. And he had a motherfucking slides, girl. And every time he motherfucking left, all you heard was flip flop, flip flop, flip flop, flip flop. Funniest shit ever. I love him. He's fucking hilarious. I love him, but yes. But that that first moment, I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And you know what? When I was coming into that program those first couple of days, I was like, I am not trying to come here to make friends, girl. I'm trying to come here, motherfucking do my johns and get the fuck on, right? Yeah. But it was just like, and you know what? I was doing good those first couple of days. But them, them dumbass questions, it was just making me so irritated. Mm-hmm. And the Scorpio in me was just like, girl, I got to say something to somebody. <laughs> and you know what? The people, we was up in there, we was a. The black folk was outnumbered there. It was a lot of Hispanics. And I was like, you know what? I don't think they're going to understand. So I was like, well, let me find the nearest black person. And I looked to my left, and there was Diamond. And I was like, girl, 
if they ask one more dumb question, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot. <laughs> and she said, girl, I feel you. And ever since then, girl, we started talking shit about all these dumb questions. And it was just motherfucking history. <laughs> it really was. Like, it was just the instant connection of, you know what? The Scorpio and him had to talk shit. And the Scorpio and me had to respond. And I didn't even know she was a Scorpio. It just was just like a magnetic connection. Mm-hmm. And it was just like after that, girl. It was just on and motherfucking cracking, <laughs> girl. Was. I don't even remember moving day, how we end up even linking back up after that day. Moving day, like the first day of school moving day? No, like the moving day to the program. Because, you know, I was the oh, entrance. You know so what? So then we had to still move in because mm-hmm. remember that was our traveling days. So I'm like, Damn. on the first day that the program started, how do we even... Because we didn't even up? have the same class. We did not. Maybe it's because we was just walking. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me, girl. I got a chip stuck in my throat. I mean, but if that you wasn't know, a COVID you know, it, like we said, the black people were minimal. So it was like yeah. a 25 to 75. School, and you know what? I think so. it. I think that's what it was. It was like, we ended up with, I think we exchanged Snapchats or something. Mm-hmm. And we was just like, oh, we can go to dinner together or something. And then that's what it was. And then we just fucking, we, at dinner that first day, we were like, okay, well, we're going to walk to class together. Mm-hmm. And then that's what it was. We went to dinner together. We walked to class together. We would meet up for lunch sometimes. Yep. Then we start going home together on the weekends. Yes, girl, because, girl, bitch, like, y'all, y'all know by now, girl, she ain't on the wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm a proud bitch with no wheels because, you know what? I get chauffeured around. Yeah. Girl, I get door-to-door service. Girl, the drivers wait on me. Do I pay for gas? No, not my problem. <laughs> and that's how I look at it. Per boom. But, yes. Favorite memory from, like, in the summer. We're going to get into the five years, but favorite memory from the summer. Of that summer of our first year yes. of college? Hmm. Let me think. You know what? It's really hard for me to think of my favorite because I have so many bad experiences <laughs> that I hope it's we got in trouble for twerking good- on Snapchat. <laughs> Hold on, he just came in hot with the... Got in trouble for twerking on Snapchat. And all I'm going to say is, girl, I understand. And you know what? From their perspective, you know, I really understand where they were trying to come from. And it was just like, you know, we're a minority-based group. And, you know, this was a public Snapchat that was like, you know, the public could see. But it was just like, girl, y'all ain't never had to be so extra. It was just like... Like I said earlier, they was always trying to make a spectacle, a whole experience mm-hmm. out of everything. And it was just like, it did not need to be like that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, girl. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Y'all wild. I just felt so weird getting punished for twerking. And at that time, I'm some some years older than Tony. I came in a year after him. He was just freshly graduated from high school. I had already been out for a year. Mm-hmm. So I had already been living my grown life. So to be chilling and then recorded without my permission and then put on Girl, a, a public Snapchat the and then called out in front of the whole program. The gaggery, girl. Oh, I swear, the things that I know now and the attitude that I have now, I probably, probably wouldn't even completed the program because... The way that they handled the situation was like... If I get... Maybe. If that happened to Senior Year Diamond Girl... Yeah. It would have been over. It would have been over. Um, But, yeah. Wild moment. But you know what? We're not focusing on the bad. We're focusing on the good. Yeah. All I'm going to say is they know they was wrong for how they handled the situation. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have knew better. And if... 
you are income freshman or anything and you feel a certain way about something or how it was handled, speak up then and there. Call that shit out, man. You have a voice and you can use it. And I wish I would have used mine back then. But um, um, you live and you learn. Perfect. Cheers to that one. You live and you learn. That's the theme for the episode, girl. You live and you learn. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite memories was... You know me, girl. I was on my motherfucking private investigator. You know, I was trying to be a little uh, secret spy or whatever, trying to, you know, right some wrongs, get some revenge and whatnot. But it was just like every time I would find some new um, some new evidence, girl, I would run back to the group and be like, y'all, look what I just found. <laughs> and it was like the highlight of my week. Yes. And I mean, like, I also love her too, but... They had bigger fish to fry than girl. Like, way bigger fish to fry than somebody twerking on a yeah, Snapchat. Let girl. me say it was all type of pussy being popped and all type of girl. everything going on. They worry about me popping booty. Come on, in your pants. In my girl. But I tell you, it wasn't even an ashy hanging out. No nothing. I really kept it cute. I really did. Very cute. You know so. Yeah, just though it was a lot of shit going on in that program that they could have been worried about. But, you know, I have main bitch energy. So, when you have that energy, that's all they're going to focus on. And now, looking back, I understand that. Because when you, you know, when you stand out, the motherfuckers is going to pay attention to you. And I'm not even mad at them for that. Thank you for paying attention to me. Hello. Supporting characters don't get storylines. They don't. They do not. Mm -mm. So, after the whole summer move-in day first day move into the dorms mm-hmm. i have my red hair decked out in the season gear because i'm a fucking nerd mm-hmm. very much <laughs> i text you to come over to my room oh lord and what happens after that <laughs> so mind you i think the first day they have like a little welcome back little thing like in the middle of the quad area like it's you know it's going up this motherfucker named Tony then brought bottles to school on the first day. Mind you, we're all we're still underage. So it's the <laughs> fact that he didn't pack two big ass bottles of liquor and brought them to his dorm in the first fucking place for me. But you look, y'all, we were still new to the game, so we was drinking Ciroc. Don't judge. Us. Ciroc, the Don't orange one, peach, us. girl. Whew. We just had to take what we can get at that point. We really was. When you when you are underage and you're drinking, and you know what? I'm not trying to promote underage drinking, and mm-hmm. I wish a bitch would try and clock me, bitch. But when you're underage and you're drinking, bitch, you don't have no choice. You get what you get, girl. Yeah, you do. You really and what do. I got was vodka, because, bitch, at that point in time, girl, all I knew was I wanted liquor. Yeah. And shout out to the homegirl who went to the liquor store for me and bought it for me. But I was just like, I don't know, buy some vodka. Like, I wasn't a liquor connoisseur like I am now. Yeah. <laughs> Back now, then, it was whatever. like... Yeah, I would never, never. <sighs> bitch. A bitch like me will go sober before I put another drop of vodka on my lip. All right, bitch. Clear. I'll take water, please. Thank you. Hello, bitch. I'll take a motherfucking uh sparkling water. Even my tequila brown. So you know. Hello. But yeah, we had to rock. We took so many shots before we went out there. I'm telling you, I don't even know how we even got to the quiet area because. 
at this point, we're stumbling, we're laughing at everything. Literally. Like, we're having the time of our lives. I'm, I'm pretty sure everything is moving, like, fast for us, and it's slow for everybody else, because we're lit at this point. Like, we didn't have, like, six shots each, no lie. And I don't even, I don't even, did I even get chases at that point? I don't even know if I was that up to date with drinking no. liquor. If I don't, yeah. So. We was just straight drinking it and it was flavored. So we probably would just like. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. it's shit good. Yeah. I don't think we had smoked the first day. Nah, we nah, we scared, didn't smoke. Yeah, nah. But we did drink. We sure did drink. But you know what? I was still a little motherfucking scared. I was like, damn, we going to get in trouble for being drunk. Yeah, I was. I hope everybody can hold their liquor because I'm not going down if a motherfucker act stupid while they drunk. Girl. I'm not going to leave you, but I'm going to act like, oh my God, you're drunk? What? Shut. Where did you get liquor from? If I would have knew my friend was drunk, I would have never brought them out here. No. Because you know, the, the cold switch is so cold. If, you, if you're a person of color, you know about the cold switch. Girl. It ain't got me out of a lot of situations. That's for sure. Ring, 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 ring. Your office phone is ringing. Ring, 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 ring. Your office phone is pick it up, girl. Ring, ring, uh, ring, ring, ring. Your office phone is ringing. Ring, hello. ring, 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 ring. Diamond speaking. Hi, this is Tony calling from yada yada yada. I am just very dissatisfied with my experience with you all, and I just need to speak to a manager. I can't take it anymore. You're very disrupt. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm really sorry that your experience was so bad. And I really want to extend my deepest apologies for me and my... I family. said I want to speak to a manager. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to hear about your apologies. Where is the manager? Okay, hold on. <laughs> hi, I am the manager. <laughs> Not hi, I am the manager. Ooh. No, thankfully I've never encountered anybody like that, so... Girl... <sighs> Thankfully, girl. Yeah. But back to it, back to it, back to it. Where were we? First day. Yeah. But you know what? That first day started off just a a domino effect of liquor drinking the whole first two weeks. It did. We, we drunk a lot those first two weeks. I just feel like it was mandatory that if you went home on the weekends, you need to bring a bottle back. And that's because, what happened. Because, hey, nobody go to the liquor store. So bring the goods back. Hello. And we'll get drunk that week and we'll repeat. Hey, you know what we was doing? <laughs> we was bringing home not no motherfucking 750 milliliter bottles, no. girl. We were bringing back the big bottles, girl. Gallons. I don't know what those. Yes, the gallons, girl. And you know what? It was all vodka. <laughs> it was literally all vodka. I'm looking back. Fucking Sky Vodka, Amsterdam, motherfucking Ciroc. Oh, my fucking stomach is hurting just motherfucking saying it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I think the first time we probably drank tequila was our first Matador Nights. Yep, and we drank Jose Cuervo. <laughs> Don't judge us, y'all. I'm telling you. We were new to drinking. We were new to drinking, girl. We were. Freshmen, 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 freshmen. And Listen we were closely. Broke. We were broke. Broke and new, girl. Whatever you do, please don't drink vodka. Yeah. Please don't drink Hotel Jose mm-hmm. Cuevo. Please don't even drink 1800. You know what? 1800 is okay, you know, every now and then. But, girl, vodka, Jose Cuevo. Stay away from it, girl. Yeah. Don't even do it. Don't even do it. 
Brown is the way to go. I feel always. like they have way better options than we did anyways. There's so much For stuff coming sure. out. Sure, you got all like, these trulies and man, we didn't we have all of that. We what we had was Rita's. Yeah, we had Rita's. <laughs> what we had was Rita's. That's and when it came to a Rita girl, when it came to a Rita, we, we was gonna it. have three. <laughs> we were gonna drink it. We was gonna drink them bitches, girl. And please don't bring no small Rita. Please get the don't bring the little baby. Don't bring no little baby reader around us, girl. What is yeah. that, girl? Bring the big can and bring three for each of us, okay? Yeah. Readers was our shit. Readers was our shit. Yeah, for sure. But now that we're into it, college experience as a whole, give me a rating on a scale of one to ten. Oh, definitely a ten. As a whole. Yes, as a whole overall, a 10. Whole five years. Whole five years. That, if, I mean, if I can go year by year, every year wouldn't be a 10. But overall, the person who I came in and the person who I left out, definitely a 10. I'm, I'm so different. Per. You know what I mean? And, I hear that. In a good way. Like, in a, a very good way. The growth is real. Mm -hmm. The growth is real. Yeah. We're going to go to the educational side of it for just a bit, girl. Just a okay. bit. Because we got to go around the whole way. Okay. Now, you didn't come in. We, we, we both got our degree in the same thing, per. Um, Recreation, Tourism, Management, per. Bachelor's of Science, girl, because we're a scientist or whatever. <laughs> but you didn't come in with that major. So what made you switch? So, firstly, I came in undecided because I was undecided. I was like, I just knew that working wasn't for me, so I wanted to go back to school. Mm-hmm. So I came undecided, and then I switched to kinesiology sports management because I played basketball. So I was like, I always hated how girls basketball or girls girls sport in regular never got any sponsors. Mm -hmm. They never got no new uniforms. We always had to pay for everything while boys were always getting sponsored by Nike, Under Armour, Reebok, and all that shit. And they weren't even good. Like our basketball team was for sure better than the boys. But guess what? They get everything for free, and mm -hmm. we gotta pay. So I was like, I'm going to do sports management and I'm going to work at a high school or a college and I'm going to always make sure that the girls get sponsors, have nice events, have different things like that. So that's what I was going for. Her. But then I'm like, I got to learn all the different bones of the bodies to make sure my girls is taken care of. And no, that, that just don't sound right to me. <sighs> so I was explaining everything to my advisor at the time and he was like, it sounds like you want to you you want to manage things, you want to plan things, you want to do this and that. So you should check out this major. So I was like, what is this? Like, mind you, me and Tony are friends, but I didn't never ask him what his major that was. That was like the least of our concerns. We didn't talk about <laughs> shit like that. We, just we was trying to, to figure out what was the plots was for that weekend. Exactly. So which is why I never had even knew what his major was about because we didn't ask about that stuff. Um so he was like, just try out this event planning class. You don't even have to switch to the major. Just take this class this semester. And then if you like it, we can switch you over. More of the story, I took the class. I loved it. And then I ended up following up with a job after that class. Loved it. So I decided to switch my major altogether. Okay. Yeah. Now, when you switched, it was like the second year. Like, it was like around the second semester. Either second semester or second year, right? Yeah, it was uh, second year uh fall semester so 
So I did a whole year of kinesiology. But but you know your first year, you take really like the beginning classes because mm-hmm. there's other classes you have to take to even get to your major. So which was good. It was a good timing for me because I had finished up those classes and then it was time for me to get to my major classes. Mm-hmm. So I kind of started my major classes kind of when everyone in RTM did anyways because we were all finishing up our um, our, our beginning classes anyways. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't too late, but yeah. So, in our experience in RTM, which was, I would say, it's a predominantly white dominant, white people dominate that field. Mm -hmm. When the travel, tourism, and recreation and all that, you're going to see a lot of white people. Because, girl, first of all, bitch, you ain't going to catch me out in no motherfucking woods talking about some girl, this is a motherfucking eucalyptus tree, and these are the benefits. No, girl, Mm -hmm. not for me, girl. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what other, you know, there's a couple of black people who would love to do that shit, but it ain't for one or two. Yeah, definitely not. But a lot of our classmates were either Asian or white. white. Mm -hmm. And we were, I mean, of course, we're the minority Either way, because we are at a PWC, which is a motherfucking, um, what is it? Predominantly white-serving institution. Well, you know what? It's not even PWC. It's actually a HSI. I don't know the, all the acronyms. It's actually a Hispanic-serving institution, but it's a whole bunch of white people. Because yeah. we are in the motherfucking valley, girl. Yeah. So, it was a lot of white people in our classes, so... What is my question? My question is, what was your, like, your experience, you know, being... Yeah, we took a lot of the classes together, but there was a couple of classes where I either took it before you or I didn't want to take that class and you were just in there by yourself. What was that like? Mm. Honestly, it was really hard taking classes without Tony sometimes because you'd be the only black person and just stereotypically people don't always approach black people Girl. so it was just like when we had to do group things or different things like that i will always have to approach the person first and i kid you not never have anybody came up to ask me to be in a group or anything because they just never do so you always have to initiate mm-hmm. contact and it's kind of like you have to show them that you're, you're not you're gonna regular, fucking fight person, them yes but you're cool and they don't understand that so that was the biggest thing for me, like always having to initiate. And it's like, I'm not a shy person, but I'm not a super extrovert either. Right. So it's just like, now I have to force myself to be more out in order to get my work done because no one will approach me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's just like, I'm a regular, but I got my braids, my jewelry, my gold. I'm from LA. Like, we black. I'm real ghetto girl style. <laughs> but it's just like, I'm not like... I'm not even going to say I'm not even like that because you shouldn't be stereotyped any type of way. But they definitely stereotyped me every single time because they never approached me. And I don't know if it's because they're scared or whatever the case is. But, yeah, that was the biggest thing for me. And then, oh, also, being in class and we're talking about a person of color's perspective or everything. And they look at you. The next break, girl. The next break. Boom. Well, what do you think, Diamond? Yeah, like you're the person to speak for all the black people or all the Hispanic people. Like, you have to be the person of color representative. And mm-hmm. I would just get so uncomfortable because it's just like, because this is my experience and my perspective doesn't mean this is going to be the next person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. College is, 
you, you got to learn how to navigate because people don't know all the time that they're being racist or doing something. And it, it's, it can't even, it's not, it doesn't even have to be racism all the time. It could be microaggression, just yeah. a little thing. And just like, you know, mm-hmm. we laugh at it all the time. And you know what? I'm not going to, I'm never going to like, you know, really like call people out for it because I don't necessarily care too much. But like. Me and Diamond, girl, we switch up our hairstyles like we switch our motherfucking underwear, girl. Mm-hmm. One day, we gonna be motherfucking, girl, all natural, rocking the block power. And next day, girl, our hair is gonna be down to our motherfucking ass cheeks, girl. And we expect you to motherfucking just go with the flow, girl. Yeah. Do not ask me, oh my God, you cut your hair? Because, girl, I'm gonna tell you yes. Mm-hmm. And when you ask me how long I've been growing my hair out, I'm gonna say for 10 years. Yes. Or the biggest one, oh my God, your hair got long. Or is that your real hair? Yes, it's my real hair. I it's bought it. All mine. It's mine. It's mine. I own it. It got mailed to me. I paid for it. I put it in. I wear it. Girl. It's mine. It's so interesting going to an institution with all the white people. And you know what, girl? One of the reasons that I was like, oh, CSUN's going to be cool and that I heard so much about before I went there. Damn, I said I wasn't supposed to say where we fucking went. Girl, y'all didn't hear that. Girl, I go to motherfucking uh, UCLA, girl. Uh, Bruins. Fight, fight, fight. (laughs) We won, girl. (laughs) Home of the Bruins, girl. I'm a bear, girl. What is that? Go Bruins. Yeah, go Bruins. Mm -hmm. Um, But... It's just like it's so it's so hard and it's it was an experience, girl. You know me, girl. Before the mask, girl, I'm a smiley bitch, girl. I got pretty teeth, girl. So if I'm walking down the street, we make eye contact, girl. I'm gonna give you a little grin. I'm a sp- mm-hmm. what is it? I'm gonna shine the pearly whites at you, girl. And the white people, I don't know what's up with them, girl. They don't like to smile or I don't know. They just I don't know what it is, girl. But they, they didn't be scared. Like you, honestly. Walking around clutching your your pearls when my whole outfit costs more than what you got on, baby. I don't want your new balances bag, baby. I'm walking down the street with a Tefler. I don't care. Bitch, why was I at the train station, girl, when I was getting back to the trip, girl, and I had my big, my my big Ben selfie, mm, girl. No, it wasn't at the train actually. It was in the hotel in San Diego. Girl, one of the white ladies, she came up and she was like, can I show your husband my bag, your bag? And I was like, oh, yeah. She was like, yes, this is the bag I want. And I was like, yeah, bitch, I'm the blueprint. Yeah. This is the bag that you want. I have it and you don't. Mm-hmm. My skin Purr. color is the blueprint. We're always Hello. blueprint to everything, though. Purr. We have style. I mean, that Flavor. was given. Style, rhythm, it was all given. Sorry. Very much given, girl. <clears throat> but as a person, as a POC person... At a PWI, at a as a black person, as a at an institution where girl, there's only four percent black people out of a hundred, girl. It feels like a PWI. Yeah. I mean, or whatever the shit is called, whatever the fuck shit. But my next question, girl, because I'm tired of talking about the white people mm-hmm. and all that shit. But I know you've seen that video of home girl who started the um, drill team, the drill team majorette team at UCF. I mean USC. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know how all the black people who go to the HBCUs is upset. I want to know your thoughts because we had a drill team at our school and we were in an HBCU. And you know what? It was started by a black dude and a black lady. It was started by black people. It had predominantly 95, 90. For a while, it was a lot of black people. You know, they ended up having like one... I think he was probably a Hispanic boy on there. And then he probably had like two Hispanic girls on there. But it was predominantly black team at a Hispanic-serving, white-serving institution. Mm-hmm. 
my thoughts are so mixed on that. <laughs> so before I even speak, it was just a drill team. It's nothing. Is it Greek culture? Like that type of thing? Well, first of all, I don't even, I don't get it because you have all these black sororities and fraternities at the, at all these institutions, whether they are HBCUs or whether they're PWIs, whether they're Hispanic serving, what, whoever they're serving, they're there. You might not have all of them and you might not have, you know, there might be some specific ones that are specific to HBCUs, but you're going to have the Kappas at the UCs and the Cal stage. Mm -hmm. You're going to have them in Florida and things like that. You're going to have them all around. You're going to have the Zigma Fies and the, the the pink and the green ones and the blue ones. I can't think of all the names and all that shit because I, really, I don't care for the coats. But you're going to have all these black sororities and fraternities are started at HBCUs at these other institutions that do not necessarily serve black people all the time. So I just don't necessarily understand. First of all, I didn't know motherfucking majorette teams and drill teams was an HBCU thing. I thought it was a motherfucking dance thing. Yeah, I think it's all a part of the culture. I think, honestly, it's hard to speak on the on the subject because it's just like, what is the root of the problem? Is the root of the problem because it's at a college that is not mainly black serving? Because then that makes no sense because the college we went to is not black serving. Right. We have all that. Or is it because there are people of not who are not, you know, black color on the team? Is that... Uh, I didn't see... Well, I mean, you might have seen different videos, but I, all I saw was black people. Yeah. So, I, 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 don't, I don't know. That is a touchy subject because... <sighs> Interesting. It is a touchy subject. Mm -hmm. And I just... I just it, wasn't, it wasn't initially part of my questions that I was going to ask. But when mm -hmm. we started talking about the whole PWI and HBC and all that yeah. shit, I was like, I have to ask because it's in the news, girl. Yeah. I'm a journalist. That's what I do. Yeah. I mean, do I feel that it should have stayed in HBCU culture, period? Like, yes. But I do feel like people, everyone, everybody doesn't have the advantage to go to a HBCU, but you still want to be a Y'all know a thing called out of state fees? Man, it's Them so bitches high. is high. Man. Everybody doesn't have the opportunity to afford that or do that, but they still want to be immersed in black culture. So exactly. I feel like the fact that it's expanding to more colleges, I feel like is a plus for us. But again, I don't know too much about Greek culture and drill culture. So that's just my perspective, but not my opinion. I really just don't know which way to go on that topic. She gave a very pageantry answer, girl. <laughs> that was cute, girl. She said... I'll say this, but I'm not going to speak on it too much. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Very pageantry, girl. You had interview training before? <laughs> girl, because that sounds like some media training, girl. Some shit the celebrities would say. But now, you you know what I want to talk about now. I want to talk about that motherfucking backpacking trip. Oh my! God. Are you talking about one of the top five worst moments of my yes, life? Yes, top five. Oh, I thought you were talking about school, all the school year. Because I was no. going to say no. That's top worst experience ever. Yeah, that's, that's the worst number one ever at college, that school. Number that's one it. college experience worst mm -hmm. right there. Mm -hmm. Me and Diamond took a class. It was like a leadership and all this type of shit. Mm -hmm. It was a required course. Yes, required. And one of the graduation requirements was not only the course. But it was an overnight backpacking trip through Joshua Tree. And now let me say this when I say Joshua Tree, because all the, especially the white people, they're going to be like, Joshua Tree. Oh my God, Joshua Tree is so fun. I love Joshua Tree. Nah, bitch, not the regular Joshua Tree. 
Old dude took us to the backwoods, the back part of Joshua Tree, mm-hmm. girl, where he said, girl, don't nobody go. There's no, like, actual trails or anything like that, girl. It's not the touristy part, girl. There's no rangers, bitch. This motherfucker took it to the outback. Like, mm-hmm. we was in Australia. Just us and nature. Us and nature, girl. So, it was a graduation requirement, right? Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you this. And here's where college got me fucked up. Every time they want to do a motherfucking field trip or some shit, niggas don't never want to charter a bus. And I'm just like, bitch, what the fuck, bitch? I'm paying y'all all this money a fucking year, and y'all can't even charter a bus for a field trip that y'all require me to go on? What sense does that make? I should sue them for that shit. How do you require a trip that we have to go to and y'all don't provide transportation or food, but we've paid tuition already? Wait, hold on. We've already paid for the class. And we had to pay to rent the equipment, girl, from the campus. At that point, y'all should have just upped the tuition on that class, so it would have already been taken out. Man, because it just was... like I said at the beginning of the episode, college is a motherfucking scam, girl. Mm-hmm. They just trying to squeeze every little penny out of you, girl. But luckily, shout out to Brian. Brian's uncle had a motherfucking van. Yes. Because me and Diamond was like, well, what the fuck we going to do? Right, because I'm like, first of all, my little Bucketho is not making it to Joshua Tree. And the back. The fee is going to be way too high. Like... I, I, at this point, I'm worried. Like, how are we going to get there at this point? Cause and it was like a, I wouldn't say it was like 50% of our grade. Yeah. It was a big portion it's of our grade. It's a big grade. portion of our grade. When I tell you, we tried to get out the class, go to another class, fake handicap, fake everything to get out this trip. It I was, was ready to book a flight it. and be like, girl, I already had a trip planned. I can't go. And it sounds wrong. At this point, I was ready to fake a family Death Girl. to get up out of that thing. And you know my motherfucking canvas skills is motherfucking wild, so I would have wrote that obituary. Come on now. Wrote that shit up. Pictures and all. Mm, pour me up. Ooh, I like that. Oh my god. You know what? This is I have a hate and love relationship with hanging out with my bestie because he always brings out the fun and the the it's not badness, but the shit I don't want to do out of me. <sighs> I have I have that effect on people. Like but back to the trip. Yeah. So I have a wedding. It's an overnight trip. It's from Friday to, no, well, yeah, Friday to Saturday. I have a wedding Saturday afternoon. Okay. Friday morning, when we wake up, the valley is on literal fire. 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 Like when I tell you fire, we could see the fire from like down the street. Like mm-hmm. it was raining ashes. It looked like it was Armageddon, girl. Jesus was coming back, girl. It will look like hell. Mm-hmm. It did. And we were up. We had to get up early as fuck because we had to be in Joshua Tree by six. We were at least like three or four hours away from Joshua Tree. I mean, not six. We had to be in Joshua Tree by ten. Yeah, by ten. We so we had to six. leave. So we had to leave at six. So, bitch, we all motherfucking, we meet up in the parking lot because Brian said that's where he was going to meet to get in his motherfucking van. So, we meet up there. And, bitch, we all motherfucking sitting up there like, girl, we going to get an email like this trip is canceled or what? We're hoping. Girl, motherfucking, we are on the way to, we end up leaving because we ain't get no email. And the professor went out there the day before, so he don't even know what's going on because it's no cell service out there. He ain't got no phone. All he got is a little satellite phone. Like, what the fuck is that going to do? Because where are the satellites at in the middle of the fucking desert? Right. You let me know. 
So he don't know shit. So we used to just like, fuck it. We just going to go and hope for the best and hope that our house is still here when we get back and the shit ain't burnt to a motherfucking crisp. Right. So we motherfucking, we go and on the way to Joshua Tree, we are on Instagram and we start getting emails and shit and motherfucking campus is closed because the fire is that close to motherfucking campus. Mm -hmm. So now we really getting antsy like, damn, if campus is closed, is our trip canceled? Like It should be. It should be. Like, it would make sense. It's affiliated with campus, right? Bitch, but of course, how are we going to tell the professor? How the professor go? No, we can't get a hold of him. So we end up going on that motherfucking trip with our backpacks that was the size of our motherfucking, literally, like, it was probably, like, it took up 75% of our body. Yeah, for sure. Heavy as fuck. We had food, at least, like, a whole bunch of water up in there. Yeah. It was straight bullshit. The funny part about everything is I don't even think the professor thought we were going to come because when we were coming in, he was leaving out to call some of us to see where we were at. Hell so he yeah. ended up seeing us and turning around. He thought so we was, was going like, to play hooky. Yeah, <laughs> he, he already thought we was just, we said fuck it. So, But yeah. that trip was some shit, y'all. We had to navigate around ourselves. The professor just stood in the back, told us, pointed us on a map. We had to leave our phones in the car, leave yeah. our watches in the car. Mm-hmm. The only thing we could have was a camera. Yeah. And motherfucking, he had paper maps. Pulled them bitches and out. Compasses. Paper maps and compasses, girl. Pulled that shit mm-hmm. out and pointed to a spot and said, we need to get there. Lead the way. Yeah. And for everyone who was thinking, oh, yeah, yeah it's so dramatic. Camping is not bad. Again, it's not camping. It's not camping. You need to actually backpacking. look up what backpacking is. Because when you backpack, that means there's no tent. There's nothing. Because you can't carry you a tent. The wilderness. Literally, you got what you're carrying in your backpack. That's what you got. Exactly. That's all That's you got. It. That's it. So until you do that shit, please shut the fuck up. Yes, because shut the fuck up and let us talk about our experience. Yes, and And let us talk about our trauma. Back, like back roads, like it's not no trail carved out for you. We're going through big ass boulder rocks. Yes, climbing climbing through through rocks, rocks. climbing over rocks, climbing up mountains. Like we're doing shit that I feel like I could have full on had a panic attack. We was going to one mountain. I think we did have a panic attack. Me and Diamond Girl. Mind you, so me and Diamond are the only two black people on this trip. Everybody yeah. else is Asian or white. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Shout out to them people because you know what? We built some long-lasting relationships on that trip. They took care and of And you us know what? Sure. They for sure took care of us, girl, because they was hyping us up. They was like, y'all got this. Y'all got this. Because, bitch, we was the two bitches. I was like, fuck this shit. Call the helicopter right motherfucking now. For real. For real. It was fucking wild-ass experience. It was one for the books. I'll never forget it, but never the fuck again. Never the fuck again. Never again. And my thing is, I'm another thing. Don't judge a book by its cover because I'm thinking, okay, how bad can it be? Because the professor is old. So I'm not feeling like he can really even do too much. Girl. No. Old, like, no, no black hairs at all. Straight, silver, gray, white. Oh, wrinkly girl, hunchback and all. He's old. That man was leading the pack and was, I couldn't even keep up with him. I was just like, you know what? And this is exactly why you don't judge. Man. Because, yeah, he had all, all the energy for me. And I was tired as hell. Like, I wasn't young. We slept in motherfucking sleeping bags. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And they were like, I would describe them as like a butterfly cocoon. Yeah. Because it was like, you, you, put, you, your you put your, yeah, literally the only thing that was out was literally your face. Yeah. Your hands, your body, your feet was all snuggled into this motherfucking sleeping bag. And we slept on a tarp, on the floor, on the dirt, and we all slept in a huddle. Yeah, we sure did. For warmth. I have never cuddled with Tony, but that night, <laughs> that night, baby, you would have thought we was a couple. I was on him so tight. I was scared. I was cold. I was tired. And I swear I kept hearing a snake. Girl, we kept hearing something rustling in the bushes. And Diamond, this bitch, couldn't sleep at all. So I'm hearing her motherfucking just toss and turn. And bitch, she get up and she'd get up and she try to go to the bathroom. And she try to wake me up. And it's like, Tony, come to the bathroom. And you know, when you get bathroom in the woods, bitch, it ain't no motherfucking porta potty, bitch. Nah, it's she motherfucking yeah. go up in the woods, pull them panties down, and take your ass and get the fuck on mm-hmm. but mind you bitch we've been walking all day with a motherfucking backpack that's at least like i would say it was an extra 20 pounds on our back yeah. up and down we went up and down at least like four mountains mm-hmm. bitch i was tired yeah. i'm sorry and i was scared as fuck too girl mm-hmm. so i had to let my girl go out on her own yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm just happy i never had to shit that whole trip no me too girl because girl shitting in the woods and then burying that shit girl and then what you have to do set the uh, paper on fire girl i would have burnt the motherfucking whole joshua tree down 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 girl they would have arrested me for arson i told my body you have to hold this shit because Mm -hmm. there is no way we're moving in the woods yeah but you know what we didn't even eat i mean we had to bring you know we brought our own food so i don't even think we brought anything to induce that type of shit but you know what them white people was trying to fuck with us because they brought us to McDonald's before we got there. Yeah. And you know what? That sure McDonald's did. really could have ran through a bitch. It really could have. And you know what? I don't even think. I think I probably got like some hash browns and that's where I was probably cool. Mm-hmm. Let's get on the fact that the man made us basically scavenge for our own survival water. We failed the test. So bitch, we had no water. He put our water in a motherfucking five foot hole. At least five feet. It was probably a little deeper than that, but I ain't no motherfucking mathematician. That is not what I got my degree in. Mm. It was a deep-ass hole, though. And it was one of those Home Depot uh, big old five-gallon things, and it was filled up with the rest of our water because we all just brought water for ourselves, and he was like, you know, he's going to have water for us to refill our canopy or whatever, canteens and shit and the hydro flask. But the water that he said he had for us was the one that was in the motherfucking hole. Yeah. And he gave us, like, a rope, a hanger... And it's like maybe like a flashlight and some other shit. And was like, get the uh, bucket out. Yeah. Figure it out. We end up knocking the bucket over. Yes, girl. Knock the bucket over, girl. The water fell out, girl. And at that point in time, I think that's where I gave up. Because I was like, bitch, we ain't got no water. Bitch, I been drinking my water all day, bitch. Like, (laughs) I ain't got water to motherfucking spare. Yeah. I was over it at that point. That, That was like my tipping point it was yeah. dark as fuck and it we was. still had to we were like we weren't even at our campsite yet mm-hmm. we had to leave from that spot and still walk to another spot to where we were actually camping at yeah i was over it by that time we had seen coyotes and shit i was just as old i was tarantulas done done with it done motherfucking deal i'm not even gonna lie i didn't even help get the water because i was just so irritated after that i think she, she for sure was sad and sit it down i sat down because i was just like i'm over it like by, by the time we got to the water we had basically came down our last mountain hell yeah mind you like i'm not fat i'm a thick girl but like i wasn't active so like come on now i'm tired as fuck i don't want to go up and down another mountain 
So I'm just, I'm so irritated. I'm laying down telling Tony, like, at this point, tell him to call the helicopter. I fucking done with this trip. Hey. I can't do it. He like, friend, you could do it. You could do it. Like, come on. I'm irritated too, but we have to make it. I'm like, I just, I don't think I can do it. Like, for real. But I did it. But I did not help with the water. And when they shipped it over, it. that irritated me even more. <laughs> like, you know what? You motherfuckers can't do shit. Y'all can't do shit. Oh, the bitch you didn't do nothing. Bad as fuck. The water tipped over. So now we all gotta get like a little portion of water. Y'all, yeah. Diamond then snatched out the motherfucking cord as we was getting into it. Technical difficulty. But you know what? It's alright because we was right at the end of our motherfucking camping trip story. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I you know I rate the experience. I give it a seven. It was it was it was one for the books. I'm glad I did it because it was for sure an experience, but bitch, never again. Yeah. It was like one of those things where it was like, oh, bucket list, girl. That shit even got me like, I don't even know if I can do camping. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good on the wilderness. Oh, like, girl. No. Honestly, I think then, you know what? You know, after that, after that trip, I for sure, with the summer camp shit, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm done with this, girl. I'm over it. Because, girl, that shit just put me up, put me to it. But you know what? It was a good experience. Yeah. But I do want to talk about one. I just want to talk about another one, which was fucking funny as fuck and will always go down in the books. Uh-oh. And I want to say, I think it was like a couple of days. Was it either? Either a couple of days before or after that trip. But it was for my birthday. It was my birthday that year. Okay. And we were in Schuster's class. And you know what? I want to talk about professors because we got to talk about Schuster. Oh. But... And we were in Schuster's class, and fucking that day, my birthday was on the actual class day, and that day, we were, like, in some type of, like, conference or some shit. And during our, one of our classes got canceled. So during that break, big old break we had, Diamond was 21 at this point. So I said, Diamond, you trying to go get some drinks? (laughs) Like she said earlier. Tony brings out that side and people that just want to have fun. And all I'm just going to say is I was here for a good time, not a long time, girl. Mm -hmm. That college experience was motherfucking. I'm like, I want to make sure I make the most out of my college experience. So you know what? I'm going to do everything at least once. Yeah, for sure. Mind you, y'all, it's about 10, 30, 11 a.m. Okay? It's very early in the day. So I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Let's go grab some lunch. And then we grabbed, so we went to go get some food, yeah. and then we went to the bookstore, and I was like, let me buy a hydro so then we can conceal it. Yeah. So then we walk off campus, we go to the liquor store, and what we buy? Some Rita's. Because <laughs> we ain't shit. Because we ain't shit, and that was our shit, girl, the first couple of years. So we bought some Rita's, and we took them back to campus, and we sat in the middle of the quad, on the grass, and I fucking hate the grass, but girl, for some liquor, I'ma do it. (laughs) Sat on the grass, Diamond had the hydro flask and the motherfucking Rita's in her backpack, and she was motherfucking pouring the motherfucking Rita in the motherfucking hydro flask, in the middle of the quad, in her backpack, and I'm the motherfucking lookout. Yeah. So after she do that, bitch, we start getting the motherfucking drinking. Yes. Now, Diamond was like, well, you know what? I'm not going to drink as much as you because I got to make sure we both good because we still got to go to class. Because <laughs> it was one of those, like, it's a conference thing, but it's mandatory. Mm-hmm. So we had to make sure we went to that class. But luckily, it wasn't in the classroom. It was in, like, the like an auditorium type space. Mm-hmm. 
So all we had to do was go in and check with the professor, check in with the professor, and then we was done for the day. So I was like, per perfect fucking scenario for us to get drunk mm -hmm. on campus. So fucking, we motherfucking, well, I'm for sure motherfucking tipsy. Diamond, shoot, shoot a little buzz. Yeah, I'm but a little buzz. I'm for sure, I'm feeling the liquor, girl. So we go up in there, and we motherfucking watching this little conference or whatever. And you know what? Just the drunk bitch in me was just like, let me go talk to the professor. <laughs> Lord, I was about to have a heart attack. Like, please, please, friend, I need you to, like, calm all the way down, be on your best behavior, because you're fucking... Like you're buzz, like you're you're feeling it. I was bu I was buzzed, and you know what? I know that like I was when you drink in cheap liquor, especially something like Rita's girl, that shit gonna come start coming out your pores. Mm -hmm. So I know I was like smelling like liquor at that point too, girl. Cause we not only did we get Rita's, we also got some motherfucking mini shots yeah, too, sure girl. So we was. Girl, we was rooted for the total girl. We were just doing too motherfucking much to be that buzz. I like. 12, 1 p.m. It was early. But you know what? The good thing was, as I was talking to the professor, girl, living in the valley, girl, something's always on motherfucking fire. Girl, she was living out in the Animal Valley, girl, and her shit was motherfucking burning quick. Mm -hmm. So she was like, you know what? I'm going to have to leave. Y'all can stay if y'all want to, but y'all can also leave. So it was just like God was on our side because I think if I would have kept talking to her girls, she would have figured out the motherfucking. She would have put one and two together and she would have said, this nigga drunk. Yeah. All I'm going to say is I'm happy that was our last class of the day. That was. It was our last class of the day. I think we went home and got drunk some more. Yeah. We probably definitely did go back to the dorms and start drinking some more because fuck it. We had already started. And I think it was a Thursday, and we never we didn't have classes on Fridays. Oh my God! If you're a college student and you have to have a class on Friday, you know that is like the worst shit ever. Like, worst shit ever. One one semester I had a class on a Friday, mm -mm. and it was for three hours. Yeah, I had one of those too. Oh, it was a speech class, but you know what? It was with Samson. You know what? I was featured on her podcast, Transgender School. Um, I'll talk about it later, but because she's our small business of the day, mm -hmm. but. Back to it. I was in Samson's class for that uh, three-hour class, so it wasn't too bad. She would bring us little healthy snacks and shit. She would feed us. So I was like, you know what? You cool. You gonna yeah. feed me, girl, while I'm sitting up here on a Friday? I'm here every day on time yeah. for the free food. Speaking of snacks and teachers, oh my God, that's why I love Schuster so much. Schuster was amazing. With the snacks. Like, when I tell you I loved her so much. She is still uh, always going to be my favorite professor ever because she just really cares about students, and she never did it for the money because, first of all, homegirl was already wealthy. Very That's wealthy. One. So she wasn't doing it for the money. She did it because she really loved teaching, and mm -hmm. I love that for her. And also, she used to bring these fiber one bars. Oh, my God. They were so good. And I just got hooked on them bitches, and I used to tell her, Schuster, when it comes to this class, make sure you put some five one bars up for me because them is my favorite. And guess what? She always did. That. Always Every time I came did. to the class, she would pull them bitches out her bag like, "Hell yeah, I saved this one for you." I was like, "Ooh." And those days, girl. those days when Diamond didn't come to class, she'd be like, "Tony, where's Diamond? I got her bar." <laughs> Schuster was really that girl, a she little was. white lesbian lady girl. She reminded me. She reminded me of Ellen, but, like, she reminded me of a mix between Ellen and, like, a black auntie. Yeah, for sure. Very much just, like... Yeah. She was warm. She was the ass, the shit. Yeah. Another good professor, too, was Simmons. 
Africana Sadi Simmons. That's not coming to me. Bean Pie Simmons. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it was not coming to me. You know, I forgot all about Simmons. Don't forget about Simmons. He fucking disappeared after our sophomore year. He did just disappear. But yeah, well, because I mean, we didn't take any more, like, you know, many more classes with him. Yeah. But Simmons was for sure that nigga. He was. Um, he would bring us every semester. We t- I probably took like two or three of his classes. Yeah. But at the end of every semester, girl, he would bring some bean pies in because he was from Inglewood. Mm-hmm. And he would bring them bean pies in so everybody could have them and taste some bean pie. And you know what? I already had bean pie before, but I was just like, oh, yeah, girl, I'm going to give me some free bean pie. Yeah, I'm not a fan of bean pie, so, but. It was all, you know, it's like a hit and a miss sometimes, but. Yeah. But, yeah, he was cool. Simmons was cool. Any other professors? Any other professors? Top, bottom? Hmm. What about Ward? Dun, dun, dun. Definitely goes down as the worst professor I've ever had in my life. Like, if I could go below a zero, I would. She, This professor had a reputation, girl. And you know what? What her problem was, she was tenured. So it was just like, whatever she did, what what, what was we going to do, girl? She in there for good. Right. So motherfucking. But she had a reputation, girl. Freshman year, I was taking some of the classes in the department. And girl, they were telling me about it then. And I was still hearing about it four, three, two years, one year later. Every year, everybody yeah. has something terrible to say. I never heard anything good about her, which is really sad because she was one of the only African-American professors in that department. With tenure. Yeah, with tenure. And she just has such bad recommendations, girl. Her motherfucking rate, my professor, was... Yeah. It was bad. I, I took only one class with her, um, which I couldn't avoid because I needed that class and she was the only person that taught it. But I can say my experience wasn't as bad with her because I had her the year COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So it had shut down that spring. And so I had only been in her class for like a month and a half because, you know, school had shut down really mm-hmm. quickly. Um, so we were doing like getting into the virtual, virtual stuff. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't like, she didn't know Zoom or whatever because she's an old lady. So we would have to get on like... Um, it was called Canvas Chat. So mm. I would be in the bed. All you had to do was, like, type your name. And she would count you for attendance that day. After that, like, the rest is history. I went to sleep. Her, that's what you I'm talking I mean? about. So it wasn't as bad. But the couple of classes that I did have with her in person were horrible. Yeah, they were definitely horrible. She was just always very distracted. Never knew what she was talking about. All over the place. So would tell us one thing. Come in class and another thing. And make us feel crazy. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my god. And you know what's crazy is because, you know, sometimes, you know, people just talk shit just to talk shit because, you know, they don't necessarily like them. But it's like, I literally, every person who has something bad to say, literally said the same thing over and over again. Literally, yeah. what you just said, that's what they said to me for five years. Yeah. So it's just like, girl, they're not lying, girl. Yeah, they they're don't. not lying. But I would have to say my other favorite professor would be Lee. Oh my gosh, that's For what sure I was going to say. Lee was that nigga. Yeah. Could barely understand him sometimes, but he was that nigga. Yeah, he was another person. Like, I don't know if he did things for money or not, 
but nah. he actually loved his job. He did. I feel like he, he was there for it. Hella work, but I learned a lot of hella shit. Hella work, but I learned so much. And I know you didn't take him in person. You took him virtually, but yeah. I took a couple classes with him in person. And our classes were in the evening time, and they were those three-hour classes. So what he would do is he would make us, he, we would all sign up for one of the class times, and we would have to fucking bring dinner for the whole class. That's cool. It was cool. Now that I think about it, and you know, as I went through it, I was like, okay, this is cool. But when he first brought that shit up, the motherfucking <laughs> my, my neck was like, what? You want me to do what for how many how people many? were in the class? It was probably like I maybe say like fifteen to twenty people in the class. Okay, not bad, but still. Yeah, it, you know our classes were always small, mm-hmm. but it was just like, well, damn, nigga, I don't know who you think I is, but bitch, I ain't rich. So what'd you bring? So my day, I brought pizza, and you know what? Not no Domino's, not no pizza, huh? Bitch, I took my happy-go-lucky ass to Little Caesars, and I got them, like, three motherfucking $5 pizzas. And that was, and I called it the motherfucking day. And you know what? Like, we would pair up with people, so I think we bought, like, pizza, and I bought the pizza. Somebody else bought, like, chips. And then we called it a day. But some of them bitches don't understand what dinner is. Bitch, you had bitches coming up there bringing motherfucking bags of fucking candy. And I'm just like, bitch, I'm here for a meal. Right. But you know what? I also had to make sure, girl, I was the only black person in that class at the time. So I was like, girl, let me make sure I sign up for one. Because it was, he did get the option to sign up. You didn't have to do it. But it was kind of just like, one, if you don't do it, girl, we all going to look at you like, girl, we all feeding you. You ain't going to uh, feed us. Yeah. And then it was like, girl, the only black person in the class, I ain't going to be a broke I'm not going to be the broke bitch. You don't sign up, girl. I'm motherfucking provide. So I was like, girl, I'm make sure I provide when I come through, too, girl. I was the only person who brought, like, a meal meal, I feel like. There was one person who brought, like, those pinwheel sandwiches from Costco. But oh, was I love those. Really good. good. Good good day in class. But besides that, everybody brought, like, candy, chips, cookies, and, like, little small, little itsy-bitsy shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, girl, he said dinner, nigga. Yeah. Not snack. I mean, and to bounce off of that, like, not even going way off subject, but, like, just hearing what you said that's one of those things as a black person you feel like you have to do certain things because you don't want people to think of you a certain way no literally who you think gonna think of you that way not even bringing half of what you half of what i'm bringing them niggas did not spend what i spent shame about it like but you in your mind you will think or not even in your mind sometimes it's It's subconsciously think yeah they really think that of you, like, oh, how cheap, or how this, or, you know, that's how black people is, or mm-hmm. whatever, and you really try to go out your way to prove that that's not true about you, to look at, look what the fuck they done brought. Come on, now. Her. And that's why I'm going to say college is hard as fuck as a person of color, because yeah. it's like, you got to go through the regular motherfucking, oh, I got to do the assignments, I got to show up to class, I got to pay the tuition, I got to buy the books. But then it's also like, well, you know what, I got to also make sure I answer questions and I engage, because I don't want to seem like the black person who's not paying attention. Yeah. I also got to make sure I'm coming in my suited and booty, because I also don't want to seem like the black person who ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. And I also got to make sure that I'm dressed okay, I got to make sure my hair is okay, because I don't want them to think this about me, I don't want them to think this about the black people. I always got to make sure I'm smiling because I don't want them to think that I'm so angry all the time. It's so many extra added and things like that that get added onto your motherfucking college experience as a person of color. Yeah, I will say there, I mean, there were sometimes I did enjoy being uh, a broke person of color student in college, especially when COVID hit, getting all them little grants. Because, yeah, all the parents who pay for tuition and all that, y'all not eligible. So I'm sitting at home in the middle of the semester getting a 
eight to eight hundred to a thousand dollar deposit in my account just because it's COVID. Hello, girl. So, thank you. And you know what? Thank a bitch you. like me, girl, up in them group chats because you know during COVID, girl, the group chats in the class was popping, girl. Mm -hmm. So, bitch, I was making sure when they said, "Does anybody get the caragram?" I was like, "I do, bitch. I, I'm getting the, <laughs> I'm getting the most amount you can get, girl. I'm not mm -hmm. getting those small two hundred, four hundred dollar checks, girl. I'm getting." Big dogs. <laughs> I'm getting a rack at least. Yes. <laughs> so you know what? It does pay off to it be a person of color yes. in college, girl. Especially with this whole debt relief that they going through, girl. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm just so grateful I got a pill grant because I girl, did not so grateful. Ooh, girl, I have to apply so quick. Applications actually drop. The day that this this is coming out tomorrow, girl. We're gonna put this one out tomorrow, girl. Okay. But it's gonna it drops October first, girl. So if you listening to this podcast right now, girl, and you got them student loans, girl, go apply for that motherfucking yeah. uh, debt relief application, girl, because you know the shit finna be motherfucking packed. Yeah. But you know what? I want to say they're taking applications to, like, December. So, you know, they you are. got time, but get your shit in now, girl, because you don't want to wait for this, girl. Yeah, I'm gonna be on there all weekend, all week, however long I gotta be on there until I put my name on the list. Hello. That's period. I mean, I don't have too much debt, but I have enough to where it's just like, um, I can't afford to pay this back right now, so yeah, go ahead and uh, get that for me. Hello. Thanks, Biden. Hello, 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 girl. Now, as you know, since we're on the fact, you know, you brought it back up. Mm -hmm. I want you to give some advice to the people as a person of color, as a black woman, as a gay black woman at that, advice for just balancing and the experience of just fucking higher education and just navigating through that experience. What would you say to someone like you? What would you say to your freshman year self? My freshman year self, I would definitely tell her to be way more outgoing, way more open to experiences and definitely leaving the mindset of survival and being that person that you that you had to be in your hood or your neighborhood or your school leaving that behind and really like being you like I, there's sometimes in high school where people will tell you like oh you're acting white or you're doing this or you're doing that you're, like, Oreo. you're, really, you're truly being yourself right and in college it's okay to be yourself because nobody really judges you like that no one there's no clicks in college girl, you know what i mean the next bitch you can't even worried about you girl they not worried about you so like i would definitely say like in everything you do just be your authentic self because that's going to get you further than coming there and being someone who you thought you should be or mm -hmm. being someone like who what, what's the word i'm trying to say like being someone who you're not like who you're not basically i, yeah. I mean a perfect there's example there's no blueprint to college there's not i see son you know oh shit i mean at ucla there's a lot of people <laughs> there's a lot of people with you know fancy cars and you know all this you know i would say quote-unquote money or whatever but and it's just like Girl, no. I'm not trying to fit in with that, girl. I'm not trying to go to motherfucking Whole Foods. No, girl. I'm going to take me and my EBT down to the food for less. Right. And I'm going to have us a good old and time. And even the 99. Like, even it's the no 99. shame in my game. Yes, girl. Do not try motherfucking live up to that college hype of being that motherfucking girl yeah. who's fucking the rich bitch. No. Yeah. It is not worth it, girl. 
I would definitely say, yeah, be your authentic self. And oh, also take all the resources that you can get, because honestly, there's so much stuff in college for you. Like, don't be especially as a person of to color, take the girl. resources. Like, don't be embarrassed. They're there for you. These programs are made for you because they didn't did studies and, mm-hmm. and they know now what you need. Take it. Who cares? Like, oh, they they just hating on you because they not eligible mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So take what you can get and run with it. And also. Be super open-minded because you never know who you're going to meet in college that can help you in the future. Or oh can be a yes. lifelong friend. Like, literally. literally. Like, Hello. Yeah. We are living proof we of it. living proof of that. We've helped each other so much. So, so much. So, like, this yeah. episode could literally be motherfucking a 10-part series <laughs> if we really went into the nitty-gritty yeah. and, like, really got into the details of the five-year experience. Because we went through a lot together, girl. We motherfucking went through the, pro- you know, summer program together, then freshman year and all of that shit together, and then we went through the pandemic together, mm. and then we lived together for a certain period of time, and then we graduated together. So we literally did everything together. So we could really sit up here and talk for hours and hours and hours about our experience so many stories so many different things that we didn't even touch on because so much happened in that time but we ain't even gonna hold y'all. We ain't even gonna hold y'all like that but (laughs) before we get into the next segment I just want to know out of the five years top experience top moment I got to know it I want to hear what yours is top moment I know this is going to be a thinker, so I'm put on some uh, music. Okay. Okay, pause. Does it have to be like in college related, like in school? No. In school or just no, it doesn't. No, just throughout the college career in general. In the past okay. five or so years. I would say my best experience was my first ever Matador Nights. Shout out to Matador Nights and the events department. I will love them forever. Um, but literally, my first Matador Nights with my friends in college because... Even though I don't talk to everybody every day, like, I really made lifelong friends in college. Like, people that I'm going to love and talk to and go to their wedding and meet their kids. And it was just different bonds built in college For that I didn't sure. have in high school. Mm-hmm. So, I would say my that night because I feel like that night brought us all together. We drank. We smoked. We talked. Like, we didn't got on personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we did everything. We partied together. And we took care of each other that night. And we all made it back. And, like, that night solidified that these are going to be my friends for the rest of my college career because tonight showed me that no matter what, we are always going to be close. And we have remained. Even though we're distance, we're still close in some way. So that's definitely my best night ever. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. For me, and you know what, I don't really answer questions when I ask them and I don't really give my two. Well, you know, sometimes I give my two cents or whatever. But, you know, you know, you're really not supposed to, you know, talk. You just supposed to let the other person talk. But I'll say, for me, the the highlight that like one of the top top five, I you know, I'm not gonna get down to the ranking of it, but it'll have to for sure have to be Fucking graduation, me and you fucking walking down the aisle, sitting by each other, fucking just going through that whole experience of graduation yeah, together. Sure. 
was just it was so just surreal so just like damn like the fact for us to go from literally day one day three whatever the fuck you want to call it literally from the beginning of our college experience all the way to the very very fucking end it was just like it was kind of just like the bow on the whole experience it was just like the fact that we got to do it literally together like we same major and all the fact that i literally had somebody from the jump all the way to the end that shit hit a bitch yeah. you know what she trying to hold back the tears because i'm a bad <laughs> bitch and i don't cry shit you don't get but that all the time in college Nobody you really don't you the, the journey like you know but we were definitely there for each other and like just to go back to all the people that we were close with in the beginning like who didn't get to finish i feel like first we did it for us period second we Her. did it for our family mm-hmm. every day everything but i also feel like i carried everybody with me to the finish line because you couldn't finish for personal reasons or whatever reasons it was like we all talked about graduation and only two of us made it mm-hmm. and i feel like us making it out we of all like, made it out of like oh Ten of us. Yeah, it it was ten, a nice little got group down of us. Well, two people graduated before us, so let's say four out of ten. True, 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 true. Four out of ten. But yeah, that's wild. Yeah, crazy shit. Really, such a good experience. Come over yeah. here, give me a huggy, huggy. Can't do too much, girl, because she's gonna knock the cord out again. <laughs> I'm clumsy. What can I say? But now is the part of the show where I go ahead and throw it over to Diamond, and she can be the journalist, um, the person who got the journalism degree or whatever, and she can ask me a couple of questions. Let's see what she got in her docket. Oh, my. Because, you know, Diamond knows damn near fucking everything. So, it's just like, what more can she motherfucking know at this point? Yeah, which is why it's just, like, so hard for these questions. But I promise y'all, I'm going to do authentic questions. (laughs) I'm not even faking these. I really don't know the answers to these. So, so, I know I know what you've been up to since post-grad. But I want to know, like, in your opinion, how has life been post-grad? Like, What's your honest opinion? Oh, my gosh. Life post-grad has honestly been... It's been both a ball, but also, like, a little anxiety-provoking, a little stressful. Like, it's been so great to just, like, you know, you know, go to work, come home, not have to be like, oh, shit, I got to check Canvas. Oh, shit, I got to do a paper. Oh, shit, I got to reply to a discussion post. Mm-hmm. Like anything like that like not having to worry about school deleting canvas and the whole app off my phone and just all those apps related to school check and Sparknote and all that shit it was such a weight lifted off my shoulder and on my storage to motherfucking get all that shit off my motherfucking uh phone but also you know i'm in the midst of the job hunt the post-grad job hunt so that shit is motherfucking you know it's a little anxiety provoking because you know i have a certain amount of savings saved up but then it's like once the savings is gone it's like well shit what's gonna be next um and you know what i it's not like i don't have a job but you know for a very long time i've been used to multiple sources of income and now it's just one and you know i got to readjust my whole lifestyle because you know i gotta accommodate for what's coming in and what's coming out um so it's I've been having a ball living my life like you know I've been you know kickboxing I started being a kickboxing instructor the folks don't know but I started being a kickboxing instructor um, which been you know you know it's been a I'm not gonna say a lifelong dream but since I started you know I've been wanting to start teaching because I'm like bitch 
I'm a bad bitch. I can motherfucking boss bitches around and whatnot. Sure. So I've been doing that. I've just been living life going on. Like I did my first solo trip last weekend. So I've literally just been living life, having fun, just trying to enjoy this moment of not being tied down to like a full full-time job and not being tied down to like school or anything. Just having fucking free time and just having the time to go out and be a motherfucking hot girl. I don't care what season it is. Fall, summer, spring, winter, girl. I'm a hot girl. 365, seven days a week, 24-7. Perk. Man, I feel everything you just said right now because I definitely do not miss coming home from work and hopping on the computer, hopping on Canvas or doing a paper last mm-hmm. minute because you know that's just how we did. We girl, every paper minute, was turned in last minute, done. girl. And we guess what? Ain't never got a grade lower than a B on a paper. <laughs> And that's just so period. Girl, period. Come on. But, um, yeah, I'm so happy for you that you're doing your instructor thing. Like, just to give a little background on that. Uh, Tony has been into kickboxing, and he kind of got me and my girlfriend into it. We went to two classes. Needless to say, we didn't last. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we were not ready to commit, and... It was fun. I give it that. But, like, damn, just to know that you came from that to where you are now as an instructor, like, that's crazy. Literally. And then, you know what? It was literally a year ago because we started, you know, we started that journey in the summer, girl, on a Groupon. And it was, like, after I did that Groupon, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Yeah. I like this. And then, girl, the body is giving, girl, the body is giving, girl, I need to do a motherfucking photo shoot, girl. I'm just going to put a motherfucking hat over my penis. The body is bodying. It is, and I, f- I feel really great about myself, like, body-wise, you know, I wish my titties were a little bigger, but we're going to get there, you know, the ass can get a little fatter, but she's fat, girl, watch my stand-up, she jiggles, um, but I feel really great about myself, um, physically and mentally, just like, I feel really great, I feel really good about my decision about leaving my job and all that, I'm just in such an amazing place, like, mm-hmm. I feel so good. Yeah, and I want to know also... What advice would you give your freshman self? Like, because we both went through a lot of stuff and different things as Fuck well. Fuck more niggas. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was not ready for that. <laughs> but you know what? I will say, you know, have a little more fun when it comes to sex. You know what? You don't I, think you had enough fun? <laughs> I did have fun, but you know what? I could have had a little more. More. <laughs> this this had enough fun for three people and you're trying to say have more fun oh my god no i would say damn what would i tell my freshman year self i would say get involved a little more i will say you know i think if it wasn't for the friendships and the bonds that i created before i came into the university I don't think I would have been, I don't think I would have had the same experience I did. Because I'm very much, you know, I'm an introvert. I mean, extrovert playing at. Introvert playing an extrovert. So, like, I mean, you know, you know me, girl. I'm really, like, to myself. And, like, mm-hmm. if I wouldn't have had, like, the connections that I did around the campus, by the time I had them when I came in, the first, you know, first couple of weeks, my experience would have been way different. So, I mean, I would say, you know, Get involved more. Join some clubs. Do some other things, you know. Go to the gym more. Mm-hmm. Utilize, you know, those resources, those different on-campus resources that were free to me. Um, 
I would also say make better decisions. I'm not going to say I made the best decisions my whole college career, girl. You know, that was some, <laughs> but that that's was part some, of the journey, that, You know, for sure, a part of the journey. But I just be thinking about it and be like, damn, I could have avoided that situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy and, that you say get more involved because I swear, I feel like you knew so many people. I feel like you were so involved already. But you know what? Being involved and knowing people are two different things. I, when I, when, when I mean, like, get involved, I mean, like, I wish I would have, like, joined a club, you know, joined a club or a mm. team or something like that. I knew people on, I knew a lot of people on campus, yeah. girl. Uh-huh. When I walked down the street on campus, girl, people are like, Tony, 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 girl, you know, she's that girl. Like, how are you popular in college? How does that work? Girl, you, you tell me, girl. And you know what, <laughs> you know what's wild? I got some friends, um, who's motherfucking way more popular than I am, girl. At college, and I'm just like, well, damn, girl. Right. But for sure, getting more, like, you know, join some more clubs. You know, I'm not gonna say a fraternity. You know, I would. You know, I did I like a know little. How you feel about those. I did a little. I'm not even say it was a pledge week. I think they went to like one event my freshman year, and I was like, you know, I knew this wasn't for me, but I was like, you know, it's college. Try everything out once, and it for yeah. sure was not for me. Um. That's one thing I wish I would have did too. I wish I would have joined a sorority. Even though I know your feelings on it, I really Cold. wish I would have because I feel like it would have provided me a sisterhood. Yeah. A mm-hmm. black sisterhood because, you know, towards the end of my semester, I didn't really see a lot of black. Yeah, females, no. As so. we, as, you know, we went through the, the years got older, you know, sophomore, junior, senior, super senior, you know, we saw less and less black people. But you yeah. know what? I will say during the summer, as I was working there, and we were doing like orientations and things like that, I did see a lot of black people at the orientation and whatnot. So I was like, you know what? Fingers crossed that like you know, the percent of black people at the university goes up. So yes, I hope they're thriving there, but do not miss it. Um, I have one last question. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else advice I have, but I don't think I have any more. Fuck more niggas, join more clubs and shit. Eat more beef, because, girl, we're going to give it up. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the bacon, girl, because uh, enjoy the bacon and the nachos, girl, because junior year, girl, she's going out the door. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. It all changed. Man, it all changed, girl, and I miss in and out um, I feel like my last question is um, not even advice, but how did you come into college being your full authentic self like there was a lot of there were a lot of undercover people that i knew or didn't know about in college and it's like no shade to them like everyone has to come out and do things at their own time but like to come in day one being gay black yourself period beyonce lover like everybody knew who you were like how did you even get to that point yeah well you know what i i'll start with i came into my sexuality at a very young age i think i experimented a lot at a very young age (laughs) Um, and you know, I ain't even going to say what I say because you already know it. But yeah. throughout my lifetime, before I got to college, it wasn't like I've never seen a penis. A penis has never been in my mouth before, before I got to college. It was like, been there, done that. So it was just like, well, I was already out. My family knew I was gay. So it was just like, well, why am I going to go to college and fucking try and, you know, pretend like this is not who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean... 
that's kind of like the mindset that I came in with. And it was just like, you know, as I got into college, it was like, okay, you know what? Wow, this is so... I knew it was taboo. I knew it was frowned upon. But it was just like, well, damn. I didn't know people were so oppressed as they were. So mm-hmm. it was just like so many people asked me, you know, well, how are you so this and how are you so that? And it's just like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. And that's literally what... Diamond, you know me, girl. Mm-hmm. I just, I literally don't give a fuck. It's just like, and I think that's the mindset that everybody should have. Is just like, girl, fuck that bitch. Fuck the nat nigga. Like, fuck what the person has to think. Fuck what everybody's thinking about you, girl. You're, I'm the main character, girl. You know I live on that main character energy. Right. Always. Never off that. 365, 24-7. I'm the main character. This is my show. This is my movie. And it's just like... I feel like, as a main character, girl, yes, you know what? Somebody might come up to me and be like, you fucking faggot, you fucking nigger. But guess what? The main character never dies in the show. The main character motherfucking may motherfucking be like, wow, that hurt my feelings. But guess what? I'm back the next episode. I'm back for another season. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, that's the fucking energy that I came in with, that I always come everywhere with. And that's how I motherfucking navigate through life, girl. I'm the main character, bitch. You're never going to kill me, girl. Has Superman ever died? Has Batman ever died? All these main characters. Girl, they're still here, girl. After years and years and years and years. Years of it. These bitches are still here. Grey's Anatomy. What's that bitch Meredith Grey? That bitch been on there since day one. That bitch still there. She ain't dead. They ain't going to kill her off. You Meredith? I'm Meredith. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not on that. (laughs) That's funny. I'm happy you answered that question because, like, I never questioned your confidence or your attitude or anything since the first day I met you. I just love that about you, so I never asked even where it came from. I just assumed you was always like that because you gave confidence and main bitch energy, so. And, you know, I would say, you know, if I go into, like, my adolescent years, I always gave main bitch energy. You know, sometimes, depending on the spaces I was in, you know, it was a little repressed. But it was still like, bitch, I'm a che- quick to check a bitch who steps out of line. Always. <laughs> Always. And that I know about you. Quick to check a bitch that steps out of line. And it was just like, I don't even know where that shit came from. You know, after so long of just like, you know, putting up with people's bullshit. And you know, all the stories, all the trauma and all that shit. It's just like, girl, bitch, I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. <laughs> Period. And that's what it is, though. You know what? I love answering that question. I feel like a lo- everybody who I get the opportunity to bring on this show, they always ask me that question. And I love answering it. And I love seeing people's reaction to it. Yeah. I love that question. Thanks for asking it. You're welcome. Pardon. Any more questions? You don't want to know who the last guy I fucked? <laughs> um, and you know what? Uh, we'll get off that because um, I started to say something, but that ain't for the podcast. It's not for the podcast, girl. I can't. Yeah. That's for another episode. I'm gonna take this bitch in private. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all, it's now time for that part of the episode where I focus. Oh my god, what am I talking about? You know, I ain't been on this bitch for like a, a month or so. I've been out here being a hot girl, living my best life. But it's now time for this part of the show, Small Business Saturdays, where I highlight BIPOC, LGBTQIA+, LGBT, BLT community businesses. And if you don't know what BIPOC is, girl, it's Black, Indigenous, People of Color. And if you don't know what LGBTQIA, blah, 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 blah is, girl, you must be living underneath the motherfucking rock. Look it up. 
Look it up, girl, because I can't tell you motherfucking everything. So this week, the business, or is it a business? I don't know if there, it's a business, but this week I'm highlighting um, transgender school. You know, I brought it up earlier. It is one of my old professors um, at the university, her and her transgender daughter, um, have a podcast um, called Transgender School um, where they talk about different issues that relate to LGBTQIA plus um, rights, um, allyship, um, accompliceship, um, did I say that shit? Accompli uh, ally versus accomplice. Um, they have conversations with different um, transgender parents and things like that. Have a lot of um, important conversations that happen that need to happen within the LGBTQIA plus um, BLT community um, sector and whatnot. Um, I was featured on that podcast. I was on an episode. Um, oh my gosh, I want to say it came out in August, but I'll do another little uh, blurb, a little. Uh, what am I talking about? I'm going to post it again so y'all can check it out so y'all know what I'm talking about. But you should check it out. It's a really good podcast. If you ever want to take a, brick, a break from listening to my annoying ass, because, girl, I know I'm annoying. That's why I took a break for a month, girl, because I was tired of talking to y'all and I was tired of you. And I know y'all be tired of listening to me annoying, being annoying and talking to all types of shit and getting off topic and all types of shit. Look at me getting off topic again. Back to it. But check out their podcast. It's available wherever you find podcasts. Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, girl. Look it up. It's Transgender School on motherfucking Instagram. No spaces, no hyphens, no underscores, none of that shit. Just Transgender School. Check them out. And if you want to be featured on the next episode of tea time with tony and get a little instagram post on my instagram she ain't popping but she know what she got some followers girl hit a bitch up let me know because you never know my listener could be your next customer your next listener whatever it is girl hit a bitch up girl we giving free advertisement out over here and you know what when a bitch blow up girl this shit gonna cost some money girl so you better get it while it's free okay it's a hot commodity per I want to thank my best friend, Diamond, for coming out, girl, and for being that bitch for the last motherfucking, like, what, six or so years? I can't At this point, the years just blend into each other, so I can't even count how many years we've been friends. But just shout out to you for coming up in here, being that girl. Can I, I, can I, can I shout out my girlfriend's business? Go ahead. Girl, shout, shout her out, girl. We <laughs> love that, girl. Shout well, that shit out. Shout it out, girl. Uh, I just want to shout out my girlfriend. Her Instagram is kicks from B, that's k-i-c-k-s-s-f-r-m-b-r-i and hit her for all your shoe needs and if you just want to hop on one night play a little game maybe win some money or a shoe for the low she got you and you know hit her up you know per, per. i love that nobody has ever stepped in on that small business saturdays and tried to plug somebody like you just did girl so <laughs> per and you know what i'm gonna go ahead and repost her uh motherfucking uh Shit, what did I do? Her little advertisement that I did on Instagram too, girl. But, per, I love that. Y'all, please be safe out there. There's so much shit going on around we around the world. Girl, you got Hurricane Ian motherfucking fucking up the motherfucking East Coast, girl. Please, y'all out there in Florida and North Carolina and all over that place, girl. I hope y'all staying dry, girl. If you're listening, girl, thank you for listening to me during the hurricane, girl. I feel sp- Ask your girl, because I got listeners around the world, girl. If I go through my little analytics and whatnot, girl, I got them all around the world, girl. See, time with Tony is global. Um, <laughs> but if you're over there in the hurricane, girl, prayers out to you, girl. I'm praying for y'all, you and your family, girl. Please stay safe. I ain't even going to say dry, girl, because that's just rude. But um, 
<laughs> y'all be careful girl because there'd be snakes and alligators in that water girl so don't be playing around in that water if you're out there in a the hurricane y'all if you're still somewhere out in the world girl you still got the COVID running around you still got monkey pox girl the STIs and STDs are on the rise girl you got motherfucking global warming you got white people girl it's just so much shit girl and you know what to my gay people out there, I know the Dahmer shit is out there right now. And you know what? I love me a good serial killer story. Call me crazy. Call me whatever you want, girl. But I love to see the stories, girl. Because you know what? I feel like I learned how not to get kidnapped and how not to get got by a serial killer. I take notes from all the people who unfortunately didn't make it. So, girl, prayers out to the victims of the families of the Jeffrey Dahmer people um, who got their hearts eaten and whatnot. But... To my gay people, especially my gay men, this is especially to y'all who be out there on the grinder, on the sniffies, on the scruff, on the jacked, on all those <laughs> diamond looking Whoa. like, damn, I didn't even know all these was out there. <laughs> if y'all out there on them apps hooking up with those people, y'all please be careful, girl, because you know what? Y'all think that fucking Jeffrey Dahmer was the only person who be motherfucking attacking gay people and motherfucking using these hookup apps as a way to get to you? No, girl. There's so many deaths in the United States and around the world related to motherfucking people getting not even lured out, thinking they gonna get some dick, girl, and they getting their throat slit. Literally, girl, you think you going to a dick appointment, girl, and you end up getting your throat slit and ended up in the ditch. So, y'all, please just be careful out there. Keep your head on a motherfucking swivel, girl. Spread kindness. Be nice to one another, girl. What else do I say? Um, peace, love, and blessing. Shit, I don't fucking know. I'm going to catch y'all on the next motherfucking episode of Tea Time with T -T 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 Tony.